Hello and welcome to TTTM. Yog Pod episode three because I can't remember the no, number. It's of not episode. The others. Oh. Uh, it's Christmas podcast, Simon. It's Christmas. Are you warm and cozy? And wherever you are out there in the world listening to this, you might be on the bus with, well, your, with your woolly hat no, on. No, I'm, I'm here. You might be walking around in the, in the snow. No, you no, might I'm indoors. be indoors in it's your. Quite, it's still November, actually. Lovely, warm. Um, uh, it's not even Christmas yet. It's not even close. Well, listen, I don't know what's going to happen over the next period of time. We might not have time to record it over Christmas, so we're doing it in advance. So, Simon, are you excited for Christmas? Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. If you put the decorations up and uh, decorate the tree. Actually, I've. Um, I'm sort of non-traditional, I guess, when it comes to right. uh, Christmas okay. stuff. And instead of normal Christmas decorations, what I've done is I've ordered um, Christmassy-themed Lego. Right. Um, that I'm going to put up. Put and, together. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple of ones which is like there's one of Santa in front of like a fireplace, which is quite nice. And there's also like Santa's workshop that uh, has sort of like snow-capped roofs. So what, you're just going to put them around the room? Yeah. Like uh, yeah. maybe the fireplace on top of the fireplace? Well, I'm, I'm thinking they'll go next to like my Tower of Orthanc and my Simpsons house. It's weird. I sort of, <laughs> I'm sort of getting the vibe that you live in Legoland. I kind of do. Do you have like a, do you have like a massive, because, oh man, just rip this fireplace out. We're going to put a Lego one there instead. Rip these sofas out. They're going. Take them away. We're going to put some Lego sofas here. I couldn't afford that. That's ridiculous. With Lego cushions. I mean, have you seen how much Lego you get for, for like, you know, 200 quid, you get like a few thousand pieces of Lego, which is just enough to build like something that's a foot tall, you know? When's your birthday? Because I think it's we should take March. you to Legoland. I think you'd like it. The, what, in Denmark? Oh, maybe I'll get you some tickets for Legoland as a Christmas present. Or Windsor. We'll go to Windsor. Legoland Windsor. We'll take in Windsor Castle yeah. as well. The Queen might be staying there. Well, you we know. drop in on the Queen. She's, uh, she's a big fan of Lego. The whole, the whole thing is made of crown, Lego crown. Sure. Her corgis are actually made of Lego. Lego corgis? They're Lego corgis. They were replaced back in 1984. I'm not sure I'd like to live in a house entirely made of Lego. I mean, the Lego TV might be a tricky one. I don't think they'll be very much on. I can imagine, you're, you know, you get up in the middle of the night to go to the loo. It's dark, the light isn't on, you're stumbling around... And you put your foot on a piece of comfortable oh. carpet. Oh! <laughs> ah. Do you know how it is? It'd be like a death oh, trap. God, it would be awful, wouldn't it? You'd go into the kitchen, oh. you'd cut up some Lego ham with your Lego knife. Lego ham? Where is this going? You have a nice Lego glass of uh, Lego water, Lego orange juice. Lego orange you juice. Just, it would be horrible. It'd be like some sort of horror film. Everything would be replaced with Lego. You wouldn't be able to survive. It's like King Midas, isn't it? Everything you touch turns to Lego. That's right. Oh, that would be... A, so, yeah, you don't live there, though. Uh, but do you want Lego for Christmas? Was Lego something you always got for Christmas? Or I got... Yeah, I got some of it. It was... Um, obviously, we know the story about the big yellow teapot. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, but that but wasn't Lego. 
No, no. no. Um, I should probably make one out of Lego one day. Someone sent us a real big old one, and it's Someone still did. upstairs. A yeah. legit actual one, a yeah. real one. That they got. Can't off be of many eBay. of those around these days. No, I don't think they make them anymore. Well, um, I don't think so. It's not much of a market for giant plastic teapots. Do we have any guests possibly uh, that you've brought along for the Christmas podcast? Anyone? Um, well. I've only got President Barack Obama. Oh. Actually, is he still president? Only got president. Yes, yeah, he is, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah for is. another six months or so. I know the election things in America go on for a very yeah. long time. Yeah. Um, but no, he is, as of 2016, 2015, Christmas, president, yes. Is he there? Uh, no, he's not here yet. His, oh, um, his limo is late. Yeah, his limo, he was... He's got stuck in all the winter traffic weather. He's on the M4, I right. can tell you. He's on his way and he should be here before the end of the show. Oh, fantastic. So I'll keep you updated. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Is there yeah, anyone else more, more Christmassy that you've got? Idea in more the... Christmassy than President Barack Hussein Obama? <laughs> yeah. I can't really think of anyone. OK, well, that's good. Um, so I've got we, we're mixing up the format with your pod as always. Um, it's, it's keeping us on our toes. That's right. And this time uh, we've gone and done a little bit of research. I haven't done it, but Tom has done it in a kind of low level QI elves Christmassy uh, elves kind of way. He's like a step down from an elf. He's like a gnome. A He's Christmas like a, gnome. a bad gnome. He's kind of ripped a bunch of facts a off fairy. the internet, off Google. He's a Christmas fairy. And so we have them here. Do you want to hear some facts? He, he typed fa- Christmas facts into Google. That's right. Clicked the uh, the top one. No, actually, he clicked, I'm, I'm feeling lucky. Uh, right. <laughs> and and uh, he's just copy-pasted in, that in, Into a notepad for yeah. me, yeah. So here, I, here we go. You ready for a Christmas fact? Norwegian scientists have hypothesised that Rudolf's red nose is probably the result of a parasitic infection of his respiratory system. Oh, my God. That's... Is it fatal? Well, I think that it was, it's probably some sort of worms. So I think probably some anti-worm medication. They give that to like a lot of animals, don't they? Because, you know, there's, anti-deworming there's pills. There's children listening to this who are now crying. Well, They're no, in listen. tears. They're like, Mummy, Mummy, it's Rudolf going to die. A lot of That's animals like. have worms. It's a f- thing, you know. They there's like there's this whole thing. What like, about worms? Do worms have worms? Uh, they might have smaller worms. I'm sure somewhere. The worms have tiny cats inside of them. No, I very much doubt that. They they rub their bottom against the dirt, and like little cats are left behind. Oh my goodness, that like is a cat's horrible. Head. Now. Okay, let's move on from that fact. Uh, <laughs> that, this leads nicely onto this other f- next fact. Second fact: um, one of the one of the one of the things that was created was a, a cat organ. Do you know what that is? Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah, I have. The the one in which you it like pulls the tails and the cats meow. It's like a series of boxes where there's like a series of tubes. seven or eight cats a in cats little cages. Thing. And it's like a piano keyboard, sort of it's behind German, the isn't it? behind the. Because you know, piano works by like when you press the keys, like it thumps a string. Cats and jammer. Is it cats and jammer? It's a cats and clavier. I thought it's cats and jammer, like um, the um, oh, the character from uh, Black Book. Well, maybe it is, but in this website that I've been linked, it's a cats and piano, and oh, right, so okay. it's it's kind of like you know, instead of it just gently pinches their their tail. So 
and they make a meow. Is this what ha- this is what we had before the internet and Jingle Cats? That's right. This is like an early meow. form. Meow, 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 meow. That's... Meow, I started too high. I started too high. <laughs> I think you started fine. Oh, Carry God. on. I was enjoying that. That's a really Christmassy tune. Oh, it's just warming the cockles. Oh, that was stealing act. It's so accurate. Bizarrely. You've really, you've really got it down. Are you a cat whisperer? I'm a cat fancier. Oh, right, okay, one of those things. I can't get enough of them pusk. Okay, well, good. Them, that is great. As long as they don't sit on me with a wet ass. Uh, you know, next that's gross. question. Uh, the Germans made the first artificial Christmas trees out of dyed goose feathers. Right. Yeah, I wonder how many gooses they had to take out to get Geese. enough. I guess they were Geese. eating them at Christmas anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, you know, they had the feathers left over. But, of course, in America, they have Thanksgiving, and it's Thanksgiving that they have the turkey. So when it comes around to Christmas, they tend to have ham. Didn't they always so, used to have... Um, so uh. would Americans make artificial Christmas trees out of pig's hair pig's, skin? Pig's hair trotters. Crackling. Trotters. Pig's trotters. Pig crackling. Crackling Christmas trees. Yeah. They would be delicious. They would be. You could just eat them oh my God. after you're done. Your, your pets would go crazy, oh, wouldn't the pet, they? The dog would, that Christmas tree, that you come back to it next morning, there'd be just a dog looking really guilty. A big fat dog being <laughs> sick everywhere. <laughs> That's what it would be. <laughs> it would. Oh, gross. Oh. Um, right. So there you go. Uh, next fact the true love mentioned in the song 12 Days of Christmas does, oh, yeah. does not refer to a romantic couple. What? What, what is that song? What, what do you mean the true love mentioned in 12 Days of Christmas? On the first day of Christmas, my true love got to oh, be right, okay. a partridge on a party. Can so you sing it in what the... What is ca- a true love? Is it a friend? Is it like friend Can zone? you sing that as if it were played on the cat? Uh, <laughs> me. A partridge in a pear tree. Okay, good. Thank you. Wow, we really are not in tune there, but that is magnificent. Thank you. Uh, so the true love mentioned in that song is not a romantic couple. What is it then? It is the Catholic Church's code for God. What? So it's actually that's, God. That's bollocks. So God, Surely. So God gave us all the things in the 12 days of Christmas. Do you get it? So on the first day of Christmas, God gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. And then on the second day, he gave me two turtle doves. So he gave me all these things. Do you see? He created everything. I don't know about that. That doesn't sound right. But are also... Are you sure it's not Sauron? The person who receives... Are you sure it's not Sauron? I've not finished. Because it's got five <laughs> golden rings. Hang on. Oh, my God. You're onto something. <laughs> five rings for the, the dwarf lords in their halls of stone. Yeah. Um, five... No, was it five to the elves? Was Oh, shit. Hang on. No, it was three to the elves. Three to the five elves. Five to the dwarf lords. Set... Was there seven, a seven to men. Seven to men. Oh, God, I know. No, nine to men. Men had nine. nine. Men had nine. Well, yeah. there's a lot of them, weren't there? There were quite a lot. And the portrait of I was just drinking. You idiot. 
I just put spiced winter red tea right out my nose. Lovely. I was just taking a. I thought you were going to go. It's giving on. you a red nose like Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, the secret. Shit. That's what it is. It's not a parasitic infection of his rep- respiratory oh. system. He was just drinking some spiced yeah. red tea, yeah. and someone made him laugh. See, kids, it's all worked out nicely. But there you go. So the person who receives the gifts in those represents someone who has accepted the code. Um, For example, the partridge in a pear tree represents Christ. Oh, for fuck's sake. And so... Are you kidding me? Apparently, in the 12 days of Christmas, uh, my true love is God gave a partridge in a pear tree to Christ. What? Well, okay. What? As an atheist, I was happy to sing the 12 days of Christmas because I thought it was... Um, Just a, about giving presents. A secular song. I think that's the right The term. two turtle doves represent the Old and New Testaments. Okay. <laughs> right. Keep going. I don't know. That's all. That's literally all Tom's put. What's the three I French hens? The French hens are actually... The three apostles. No, there's more than that. The apostles. three apostles. The three... The Holy Trinity, right? That's probably... The, oh. the three French hens are probably the Holy Ghost, uh, the Holier Ghost, and the Ghost of Christmas Past. The farmer, <laughs> the Asian, and the Holy Spirit. That's right. And yeah. number four, Holy Spirits is gin. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh, yes, I did, actually. Four. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did know that false fact. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Four, what was four? Four. What, do you think I'm a fucking idiot? Call, calling birds? Four calling birds. Four calling preachers. No, no, it's the the four. Um, what are there four of? The books, the four. Um, the four books of uh, the oh, the, the, Matthew, the, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah, what are they called? Uh, oh, hang on, I'll Google it. Yeah, I can't remember the name for it either. Uh, and what are they called? I did. They're called I did the four evangelists. Apparently. What? No. That doesn't sound right. The the gospels. The gospels. There you go. The yeah. gospels. Okay. What about five? Well, we've been that. That's the rings. Uh, the five from rings the Hobbit. for the dwarves. <laughs> for the dwarven lords. <laughs> six okay. must be. Go what on. is six? What I is don't know. six sheep are laying? Six uh, days of Christmas. I don't know. Six sheep are shagging. <laughs> That's six geese are laying. Is the six, six geese. Um, the six geese are actually the six lords of hell. Oh, my God. It's actually the six days of creation. I found oh, it. Oh, that makes sense now. I like, found it. Like the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, The Sixth Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The six, six, seven swans are swimming. Can you guess what that is? is? Does it refer to the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, the seven sacraments? It does. Have you Googled it as well? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking what about. What are the seven no, I just, sacraments? I just knew that off, you know, the seven, the seven sacraments, the sacrament of the... Uh, Catholic the, Church. Yeah. Okay. The, 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 uh, Baptism, confirmation, Eucharist, penance, anointing of the sick, matrimony and death. Okay. I don't know. No, I don't know what that is. Okay. Well, look, Google can help you if you're interested So throughout in your life, there's seven <sighs> sacred... Rituals that go through that someone goes through typically. I think maybe that's right. Okay, yeah. and All then right. so what's eight? Eight is the uh, maids of milking, right? Which is the eight beatitudes. Beatitudes? No, there were there were four of them. There was John, Paul, <laughs> George, <laughs> Ringo. <laughs> 
Actually, if you, if you include Pete Best, it's fine. Sometimes they put an extra couple <laughs> in, don't they? They always say there was like a fifth Beatle, but there's so many different fifth Beatles that there's probably at least eight. That's true, yeah. yeah so okay. that's those ones. And then nine... There was the electric keyboard player of the Beatles. That's right. Yeah. Uh, nine Ladies Dancing. There's the guy who played the triangle. That one. Bez was in them as well. Yeah, yeah. He was in Tambourine. Yeah. Nine ladies dancing refers to the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. What the fuck does that mean? Well, of course, it's the kiwi fruit, uh, Mm, mm. the watermelon, avocado, of course. A tomato is a fruit. Ah. But, God, don't put it in the fruit salad, whatever you do. Strawberry isn't a fruit. No, it's a drooper. Did you know that? It's a drooper. That's right. It's called a drooper. (laughs) It's like a... Elberries are droopers. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, The... Um, koala Ten? bear. Oh, right. I thought you were still. More the still sure. The koala bear isn't a fruit. Uh, it's an animal. But Ten Lords of Leaping refers to the Ten Commandments. Oh, <laughs> that's an obvious one. That's an obvious one. Eleven apostles and twelve. What do you mean eleven? Ap- oh, apparently there were faithful apostles because Judas. Well, Judas didn't count. Gotcha. And uh, he gets gets knocked out. And, and 12 is apostles including Judas. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, good. I mean, that was a fantastic fact. Bloody I, hell. I'm really pleased with that one. But who knew that the, sec- the what we thought was a secular song, I, actually, we were singing the praises of, of the Lord God, even I, though we didn't know. I don't know if that's... I, it sounds like bollocks to me, though. I still don't believe it. It does sound a bit strange, just parching a prayer tray being, being Christ. Sorry, what? Partridge in a prayer tree, being Christ. It's a bit of a weird Jesus kind Jesus of... on a cross! <laughs> <laughs> Most of Santa's reindeer have male-sounding names. Okay? Yeah. Such as Blitz and Comet. Like Vixen. Blitz and Comet. Vixen. Hang on. Vixen is not a male-sounding name, is it? Okay, well, first of all, all of the antlers... Um, Pulling the sleigh was are it? what most of the most sorry most of the reindeers pulling the sleigh don't have antlers right normally oh okay so that means they're females oh so the ones at the front have big antlers and then the other ones behind them don't hmm oh god this fact is a bit weird most of Zed's reindeer have male sounding names such as Blitz and Comet and Cupid however okay. male reindeers oh male reindeers shed their antlers around Christmas they sh- antlers shed what they just fall off apparently. So oh the God. reindeer pulling Santa's sleigh are likely not male, but f- all female or castrati. Castrati. Um, castrati. So they, they've been uh, gelded, I so think is the nice term. Well, they are pets, so you don't want the reindeers getting all frantic when they're on, supposed to be pulling the sleigh, you know. Oh. He's behind another reindeer. He's got his nose in another that's reindeer's quite, butt. That's quite sad that they, you know, they've all been castrated. Well, I mean, that's... What is that where the... Uh, the idea of having walnuts around Christmas comes from. Oh, yeah. Because walnuts do look a lot like testicles. Well, there you go. Maybe that's why we call our um, nutsack. Oh, my God! According to Guinness World Records, the tallest Christmas tree ever cut was a 221-foot Douglas fir displayed at 1950 in Seattle, Washington. 221 feet? Yeah, that's pretty big, Bloody isn't it? hell! How did they get that into the shopping centre? I mean... To- just the massive truck or series of trucks carrying it. One truck couldn't carry that, surely. That is a massive tree. Have you seen the tree in Cabot Circus That's this Christmas? 70, 75 metres, isn't it? Have you it? seen the tree? It's like, have you seen it? It's, I haven't, It's no. like a cone. 
It's like a white Do you know cone. who turned on the Christmas lights? Tell me. Warwick Davis. He did not. He did. He did not. He did. He was literally d- over there. He was over there. Doing the Christmas lights? Yeah. When did we, how did we miss this? I didn't this? get a call from him. Why didn't we hear about He's this? He's got my phone number. We follow his Twitter. He doesn't follow me on Twitter. Is he there? Hello, Simon. Oh, he's here. He was under the desk. Hello, I've been hiding. I'm Warwick Davis. Well, what happened, Warwick? You might remember me from such films as Willow. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um... (laughs) What have you... you, Why didn't you tell us you were turning the Christmas lights on, Warwick? It's an honour. I've been very busy. I've been doing panto. How many Christmas lights have you had to turn on? Twelve. Twelve? <laughs> God, you know, you've got a lot of dates, obviously, with... Uh, what other towns have you done? I did Margate. Oh, good. I did Birchfield. <laughs> I did Spunkington. Oh, it's popular there. Good I did, turnout. Uh, Mumblesford. Mumblesford. Oh, they've got a lovely little yes. river. Running through that place, uh, I love it. Jebelham. 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 Jebelham on the shiver. <laughs> They've got a really good football team. They, yeah, they do. On, on the what, by the way? Uh, what, on the on the shiver. On the. <laughs> Jebelham on the shiver. Okay. Yes. Mm. That's the name of the, of the town. Oh, it's it's a lovely place, man. They, you've been busy. Are they so goodness me. Well, fa- thank you. I've been very busy. Oh, I know. I've been I'll, doing panto. I'll let you off. I've Warwick. been playing a dwarf. Have you? Yes. Oh, well, congratulations on that prestigious role. Um, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Warwick's no. gone. He's off again. He's busy. He's got some more Christmas lights to turn he's on. Off. He's Can't got, stick around. He's got to do the, um, oh, the washing up. That, that made no. me uh, that made me giggle. Um, the traditional three colours of Christmas yeah. are green, red, and gold. Yes. Green is a symbol of life and rebirth. Red symbolises the blood of Christ. Of Jesus Christ. And gold. The blood of Jesus Christ. Represents wealth and royalty. So, Santa, when you're looking at him, he's all in his red suit. Actually, the blood of Christ. It's a white suit dipped in the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Right. Um, according to data analysed from Facebook posts. According to data from Star Trek The Next Generation. Two weeks before Christmas is one of the two most popular times for couples to break up. Oh, my God. However, Christmas Day itself is the least likely day for breakups in the whole year. Wow. It's a pretty it's pretty sucky to so what, break up with someone on Christmas Day. Isn't what do you it? reckon that is? So do you reckon like two weeks before they're thinking, right, oh god, I need to get a present for fucking Marlene and Can't I'm like, be asked. Oh, I fucking ate the bitch. Do you know what? I'm at <laughs> Fuck it. Her. I'm at it. I'm not Fuck coming you, to our bloody parents this Christmas. Screw it. Oh god, her mother. God, she stinks. I have to go all the way down to Gerbalum on sh- the shitter. The shiver. And it fucking hate it. Nothing to do. All the pubs closed. She's got me tickets for that fucking panto. What's uh, Tina Barrett's in uh, something, isn't she? Into panto as well. Yeah, she's doing panto. All these big stars. Kent, I think. Oh. I beg your pardon. She's in uh, Dick Whittington. What did you call me? 
<laughs> I called you a... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Dick Wins is the world's largest Christmas stocking measured 106 feet and 9 inches uh, 32.56 metres long That's stupid isn't it uh, because I mean I can understand a giant Christmas tree because that's like a naturally occurring phenomenon and it's quite impressive but when someone just knits a large stocking that's that's stupid isn't it it weighed as much as oh, five reindeer and held almost a thousand presents. It was made by the Children's Society for Charity on London. There you go. So what a waste of fucking time! <laughs> oh God, no! It's a charity. That was good. It was okay, a good thing it was to a do. Good thing. Yeah. Each year, there are approximately twenty thousand renter Santas across the United States. They usually undergo seasonal training on how to maintain a jolly attitude under pressure from the public. They also receive practical advice, such as not accepting money from parents while children are looking. And also avoiding garlic, onions, or beans for lunch. Okay. Well, that's so the last thing you want, isn't it? You, know, you don't want a kid breath. to sit on your. Every time a kid sits on your lap, you just let let one rip. You know. Ho ho ho, little fella! <laughs> what would you? Oh. <laughs> 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 well, beg my pardon. <laughs> oh, Santa's oh. a bit gassy from all of the cookies. Santa's got a bit of windy pops. Don't worry about that. All Walnuts I've been eating. Hello! No, God. Santa and Brian Blessed are very similar, aren't they? Very similar. I think they... Has anyone ever seen them in the same room together? mm, This is a suspicious... This is r slash conspiracy. We should post this. Um, Bolivians celebrate Misa del Gallo, right? Okay. On Christmas Eve. What do you think that is? Um, mis, misa, misa, mis, miso soup. Misa del gallo. Del gallo. Is gallows. It's, so it's the hanging of the soup. Mm, it's actually the mass of the rooster. Uh, people bring their roosters to the midnight mass, a gesture that symbolises the belief that a rooster was the first animal to announce the birth of Jesus. There we go. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense, doesn't it? You know, ah, 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 ah. you know that was... They were like, oh, the, the rooster is telling us that Jesus is here. That's right. But it's always done that. Every more, every single, no, no, it's saying that Jesus is here. But it's just that every single morning. I've had that rooster three years and every morning when it's the sun comes up. It's reminding us that Jesus is here in, your, in our lives, Simon. Every, every morning. Every morning the roosters are very religious. They're, They're very, very religious. Observant, They're very they? They, they point towards Jerusalem. Yeah, and, and then they lay a special egg, <laughs> and then baby Jesus hatches out of the egg. This is a weird one that Tom's put in. The British, I guess this is for our other listeners who maybe aren't British, the British mm. wear paper crowns while they eat Christmas dinner. That's true. The crowns are stored in a tube called a Christmas cracker. People, are, that is sad to think that there's people over the, you know, in the world. That don't have Christmas crackers. Or paper crowns. The crown is to symbolise Jesus. Jesus as the king of the Jews. And the Christmas cracker symbolises... The blood of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know oh what it symbolises. I think it's just oh. bollocks. Uh, There's far too much blood of Christ in this episode. It really is. It's all over the place. Oh, God. Santa is covered in it. Sopping wet. The blood of Christ. Um, Oh, geez. All right. So, Mistletoe, Viscum album, cheers, is from the Anglo-Saxon word. What did you just say? Viscum. What did you fucking call me? (laughs) 
It's from the Anglo-Saxon word mistletan, which means little dung twig. <laughs> Because the plant spreads through bird droppings. So birds oh. eat the mistletoe, poop the droppings, the seeds out, mm. and little dung twig. That's what mistletoe it's, is. It's like a... Um, little dung twig. It's like a sort twig. of... It's a parasitic sort of plant, isn't it? It grows off of other trees. Does it? So, yeah. That's pretty interesting. So that interesting. makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the poop twig. There you go. So if you're kissing under the mistletoe, uh, just think about that. Think about poo. Think about poo. Ancient peoples, such as the Druids, what a what a what, what a state what a way to start. Ancient peoples, such as the Druids, <laughs> which can turn peoples. into bears or cats, okay, ancient, or moonkins. They considered mistletoe sacred because it remains green and bears fruit. Bears d- during the winter. When all other plants appear to die. When you were reading that, did you think it was bears as in the animal I thought bears, bears would eat it. Because no. it remains green and bears eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a better fact than what's here. Yeah. It doesn't die. Druids would cut it with golden sickles and never let it touch yeah. the ground. Okay, now everyone knows this if they've read the asterisk books. Oh, asterisk. What asterisk? You mean as- asterisk? Asterix. Yeah, not the star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The French... With an X, sorry. ...jolly fat Viking man. Yeah, with obelisk. Why did... And uh, Vercingetorix and the and other Getafix. ones... And Getafix. And Getafix, that's right. Getafix was the one with the golden sickle who cut the mistletoe. There were a bunch of, like, comedy names in Asterix. Do you remember? Dogmatics was Dogmatics dog. was the dog. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Ah, oh, that was good. Uh, what was the name of the um, the chieftain? Because I don't understand... Uh, Get uh, vital statistics. <laughs> vital statistics, of course. Um, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So yeah, uh, yeah, that is a good one. Uh, evergreens from the English word "ify," meaning always, and "guan," "guan," meaning to grow. Ify guan. Ify guan. That means always. To grow. Always grow. Evergreens, if it go on. Go on would be well, a verb. Oh, go on with you. I've always been symbols of eternal life and rebirth. Mm. So this is the Christmas tree. The pagan use and worship of evergreen boughs and trees has evolved into the Christianized Christmas tree. So we get the Christmas the tree. Of no, no, no. The Christmas no, no, tree no, no. has nothing to do no, with Christ. No. It's to do with pagans. And then it was stolen by the Christians and used in their rituals. Yeah, because the, well, it's not stolen so much as adapted. Like everyone was doing it anyway, so they were like, "Oh, so it's like we'll remixed." Yeah, we'll have it. Look, it's not hurting anyone. That's just the remix. You know, so the trees they grow them for about fifteen years. You know, that's the average sort of time that a tree has to grow before it gets cut down and put what, in someone's Chris- house. Oh, a Christmas tree. Yeah. 15 years? Yeah, it takes a long time to grow up to that size. Wow, I had no idea. I, I, I guess I didn't really think how long it would take. There's a lot of farms. I used to live near a big Christmas tree farm. Um, so what, they chop them all down and then it's empty for 15 years and then suddenly, after 15 years, whoop, no, they all no. appear out the ground. No, so they have like a... It's layered, layered, isn't it? So it's like in a slope. So there'll be like some that are 14, Don't 13, use 12. that word. That's what got Top Gear in trouble. <laughs> because they viewed that. Christian Christmas as a decadent Catholic holiday. Oh, yeah. The, the Catholics well known for their decadence. The Puritans... Well, I guess they are in Rome. ...in America banned all Christmas celebrations from 1659 through to 1681 with a penalty oh, of No one was five, in America. Five shillings. No one was in America there. The population of America was like, you know, 20,000 people. That's true. Who gives a shit? St Nicholas is based on a real person. 
What? Uh, St. Nicholas of Myra, also known as Nicolaus the Wonderworker, Bishop <laughs> St. Nicholas of Smyrna, and Nicolaus of Barry, who lived during the 4th century. Sorry, of Barry? Of Barry, yes. Barry? Barry. Well, Barry Town in Wales. Nicholas of Barry. Hello, yeah. I'm Nicholas of Barry. He also slew a dragon. Do you want to have a present, does yeah? <laughs> Born? I'll have a look in my sack. Oh, that was bad. I'd love a Welsh Santa. I think he'd do a good job. He's very friendly. Very jolly. Uh He'd have like some brains beer. Has as, as Brian Blessed got some Welsh blood in him? I think you, you definitely have, right? I do, yeah. I don't think Brian Blessed does. I don't know. I think he's an adopted Welshman. Um, so he was born in modern-day Turkey, and he is the world's what, most... What, Brian Blessed? Popular. Brian Blessed was born in modern-day Turkey. No, Nicholas Turkey. of Barry was. Okay, right, okay. He was the world's most popular non-biblical saint, uh, with artists portraying him more often than any other saint except Mary. Right. Saint Mary. He is the patron saint of banking, what? Pawnbroking, pirating, butchers, sailing, what? thievery, orphans, what? royalty, New York City, and Christmas. What the fuck? So Saint Nicholas. How of can Barry, you be the patron saint of banking and thievery? Banking, pawnbroking, thievery. Because it's the same thing. Pirates and the royals. Pirating. It's all the same. Royalty, thieves, orphans. He's, he's the patron saint of cars. Pencils, belt buckles, biscuits, horses' manes, <laughs> biscuits, but only on a Wednesday. <laughs> windows, he's a patron saint of windows. Early illustrations of St Nicholas depict him as stern, commanding and holding a stiff birch rod. I beg your pardon? Oh, to like hit children with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've been bad, he just belts you with his rod. That's right. He was more of a symbol of discipline and punishment than the jolly, overweight elf children know today. Is he an elf? Apparently. He doesn't... Well, he's doesn't got magical right. powers. No one, else, no one else is allowed magical powers except Jesus. Jesus has superpowers. And the Santa. blood of Santa! <laughs> Don't know. The holy blood of Saint Nick. That's what we're drinking on Christmas. Cheers. That's what... That's eggnog. He bleeds... Like, Can I hear Kim screaming? Yeah, it's just fine. Don't worry about it. It's her birthday, isn't it? Um, Is it? Yeah, I think so. It's Shin's birthday on Christmas, a uh, Boxing Day. Oh, no. It's a bit of a funny old time to have a birthday, isn't well, it? Well, we, cel- we celebrate his half birthday, don't we? Well, we said we would, and then we sort of forgot. Yeah, we didn't this year, because fuck him. No, no. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, sort we forgot. Of, we, we were busy, weren't we? Well, happy birthday, Shin. If you're listening to this on Boxing Day, on your birthday, yeah. and it is actually your birthday on Boxing Day... I think it is. Then happy... Happy... Good, it might be on Christmas Eve, actually. Happy Birthmusk. <laughs> Maybe you're related to Jesus. I don't think that's how it works. I think it is. I don't think I'm related to Albert Einstein. <laughs> back in the day, Whitbread. Back in when Jasper I was young. Carrot. Well, I assumed that back in the day, if somebody died at the same time as you were born, you oh. took over. This is one of the things that I sort of thought when I was a kid. That for a long time, I obviously. For some reason, it got into my head that that was how it worked. And so, right. you know, if you... So like the soul of someone who dies immediately goes into a baby as it comes out of the mother. That's right. Yeah. So like, so who who died on the day that you were born? Uh, well, I can look it up. Uh, who died on... Who died 22nd October. 14th you... March 1978. It's got to be the year as well. Uh, a guy called Hans Peter 
Knaust died. Also, Lawrence Bagley. Oh, my God, Lawrence Bagley. That is literally me. See, Lewis Brindley. Oh, my God. Lawrence Bagley. He was an artist born in Southampton. That was where I was born. Oh, my God. <laughs> but he didn't. I don't know if he died there. It doesn't matter. Soul can so someone born in the same place as you with a very similar name died on the very day that you, you were, were brought born. into the world. Lawrence Bagley. It's true. He's got a whole mm. Wikipedia article about him. What about you? Did you have someone who died on your birthday? Uh, maybe it was like Stephen um, Lawrence. Stephen Lanson. Hang on, hang on, I'm having... What was he called? John Marshall Butler. John Marshall... So close. An American lawyer and politician. Okay. He was a senator for Maryland from 1951 to 1963. Well, there you go. See? Not very interesting. It's very possible that he... He took died, over. He died from a heart attack in North Carolina. Well, it might have taken a little while to, to travel over. But there you go. That might have happened. I don't know why I believe that. But it's a cool very, idea. That's not very interesting. I'm, I'm not sure I want to be him reincarnated. Well, you wouldn't know. Can I be someone interesting like Julius Caesar's? Uh, sure. Well, the thing is, you don't know whether... If you have to line it all up, go back. So you have to look at someone who was died on the day that he was born. Right. So when was oh. he born? Uh, I don't know. I know he died in the Ides of March. So, which is around March, which is when I was born. Does it have? Does it have his birthday on the Wikipedia article? Uh, well, the problem is the calendar's changed a few times. What do you mean? Well, there's the. I mean, there's the Julian calendar that he came up with. So he invented a calendar. What are you talking about? Dates. No, what are you talking about? You know, you know dates that we use. No, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about Stephen Lawrence Butler, James Butler, whoever. Oh, your I guy. thought you were talking about Julius Caesar. No, I don't. No, we have to go backwards. So, like, st- get Butler's birthday. I thought we were. I thought we were starting with Julius Caesar. No, we can't start with Julius. Caesar. We've got to work backwards to see who you were actually okay. related to. We so, don't we're, want to look, so we're starting with me. We can't just assume that you okay. came from Julius Caesar, right? We want to find out actually who you were. Okay, gotcha. You might be Julius Caesar's. Sex boy. I'm sure we or could... like Julius Caesar's... His what? His, like, sex boy. His sex boy? All Roman emperors had a sex boy. <laughs> don't you know this? Don't you know anything? I don't, I, I don't know. Do, have we got a sex boy? Yes. Who is it? A uh, Tom. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and you have to have sex with him on Christmas. It's fine. Oh, no. It's the rule. Or, or else what? Or else you don't get any presents. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm not sure I like this. I'm not sure Tom will like it either. Well, he hasn't got a choice. Oh god! This is a tradition. Oh why? We have to wear the Christmas paper hat, pull the cracker, and have sex with the <laughs> no! sex boy. You have to do it. It's how things are done in England. Sexy boy, I'm not your boy toy. Boy toy. You have to sing that in a cat clavier. I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. So what? Wait, what? 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 What fact were we on? Uh, we're looking for. I can't even remember Stephen where we started Butler's this. birthday, so we can find out who died on the day that he was born. So we oh, can this work is far our way too backwards. laborious. I'm not going to work back well, two thousand fucking out years. Who you were related to? We need to find out. I bet you can do it. Do it. It will take me months. It will of take you research. Ten... <laughs> okay, fine. Well, look, we're not going to do that. Let's just say I'm not related to Julius Caesar, after all. <laughs> okay? We're just going to assume that you're not. Because it's probably quite unlikely. Okay. All uh, right. <laughs> there. It is estimated um, 
that the single White Christmas by Irving Berlin is the best-selling single of all time with 100 million sales. There you go. The most popular... So if you want to get... Do a, do do this is what all the bands used it, to say, isn't it? So did it did it sell more than you know? Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I assume so. Yeah, probably. Wow, it says so here. Because that's always unless on. Tom's wrong. Uh, the first person to decorate a Christmas tree was Martin Luther. Okay. According to legend, he was so moved by the beauty of the stars shining between the branches of a fir tree, he brought home the tree and decorated it with candles. That kind of sounds like bollocks to me. It does. What a coincidence that the first person to do it was actually someone quite famous. So there's 35 million real Christmas trees cut down and sold every year in the US. That's a lot, isn't it? In the US. I don't know. It's, it's a bit... It's a lot. I don't know. What? It's like, it's like the first Christmas present was given by David Bowie. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, what? <laughs> in Germany, Heiligabend or Christmas Eve, is said to be a magical time when the pure of heart can hear animals talking. So that's holy evening. What do you think that the cats would be saying in the the cat piano if they they could hear them? Um... So what, you're listening... Well, no, it, they wouldn't be in the piano. They'd just be sat there talking. They'd be, yeah. They'd be, like, licking their assholes, and they'd be going, luscious. Oh. Luscious. Gross. Luscious. You, luscious. you really know how to make cats, mm. like, you know, you bring out the best in them. Ooh. Any cat owner knows this, though. Oh, I love tossing my own salad. Ooh. It's delicious. Gross. That's what, that's what we'd be hearing, and we would be appalled, and we'd throw out all of our pets. Yeah, out into the, into the mm. winter. Don't do that. The Viking god Odin is one precursor to the modern Santa Claus. No, he isn't. Don't be fucking stupid. According to (laughs) old stories, Odin rode... He had a beard! Exactly the same as Santa Claus! Hang on. He rode on a flying horse called Slepnir, who is a precursor to Santa's reindeer, who had eight legs. How is that like Santa's reindeer? Because it was like, it looks like the train, doesn't it? Like, well, it's just a flying horse. But it's One got eight legs, flying though. horse is the same as eight reindeer. No, it's like two reindeers in a row. In the winter, Odin gave out both gifts to good children and punishments to bad children. Oh. He would fill their boots or stockings. Uh, children would fill their boots or stockings with treats for Slipnir. So they would so leave Santa out. wouldn't fill their stockings. The children would put up stockings filled with... Like apples, yeah, and for the reindeer. That's right, and carrots. Oh no, maybe, what, no, he wasn't a reindeer. He was a horse. Slepnir, yeah. Slepnir the horsk. Yeah, he was a horsk uh, with eight legs, like a spider. Spider's legs on a horse. That is terrifying. Oh God, don't even go there. I'm just gonna count. I'm just gonna plow on he's, with these he's facts. Gonna, facts. Does he sleep in a web in uh, a stable? Oh God. And he sits there and he catches apples. Oh in well. The web. You say that the earliest known Christmas tree decorations were actually apples. At Christmas time, medieval actors would decorate paradise trees, fir trees, with apples during paradise plays, dis- plays despicting, depicting Adam and Eve's creation and fall. There you go. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, sure. I mean, I believe that one. So I've got some true or false questions for you. Are they more Christmas facts? No, this time I've got some Christmas facts, but I've also got some Christmas bollocks that, I, that we've made up. Um, so so it's facts and factoids. Fact, is that it? 
or bollocks? Okay. Because factoid is is a word that doesn't means not means a wrong fact. Right? So you're going to give but, me you're going to tell me something, and I have to say if it's true or false. Yeah. Fa- the word factoid sounds like a small fact, but, but it's it not. It's a bollock. So it's fact a bollock. or bollock? A small bollock. Yes. A walnut. Fact or walnut? Catalonians include the figure of Cagna. In is their, that in Spain? Catalonia, in their Catalonians, or? yeah. It's like an area of Spain. It's a little bit like Wales. It's like, like Spanish Wales. They're going to break off one day. But they're not that mad about it. They're kind of okay. But if, you know, if, if in England, right, if Scotland went, Wales would probably go, Northern Ireland would go, and then Cornwall would be like, we're going as well. And we'd be like, fuck you, Cornwall. You're staying. Mm. Catalonia's a little bit like the Wales of, of, um, of Spain. There's a bunch the of Wales Spanish of regions. The Wales of Spain. Because they speak their own language, Catalan, don't they? Oh, okay. Anyway. No, that's Matalan you're thinking of. That's a clothing company. You're thinking of uh, MFI. No, you're thinking of... um, Ikea. That's where you get your Christmas trees. No, you're thinking of Primark. Oh, yeah, of course I am. So either, one of these is true or false, Catalonians uh, include a figure of Cagna in their nativity scenes. This is a small figure of a defecating man. Okay? (laughs) So Catalonians have a little man in the back of their nativity scene taking shit. Or... In Ottawa, it is tradition for the family to wander the woods looking for the Christmas Sasquatch. No, that's not real. That can't be real. So it one would be, of those I mean, is real. Okay, Ottawa is Canada. I think it's where Dead Mouse is from. And it it gets so, so cold up there. There is no way that a family would be out there in, like, the middle of winter. No, it's like a native, native thing that they've included in no, there. No, 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 no. That wouldn't happen. You would die. You'd freeze to death. Okay, so which one are you going with? I've got to go for the, the shitting man. It's true. Yes, that's the true one. Oh my well God. done. Is it a symbol of, like, rebirth? <laughs> <laughs> it's a symbol of um, make sure to eat healthily. Uh, what is it? I mean, it's got to stand for something, isn't it? What is it? Cagna. Oh, we can Google him, I guess. Jeez. Uh, How do you even spell Cagna? C-A-G-N-E-R. Oh, uh, right. Or Cagana. So it's like Magna. Okay, here, here we go. So El Cagana literally means the crapper or <laughs> the shitter. Wow. He is depicted <laughs> as a peasant wearing a traditional Catalan red cap with his trousers down showing his bare backside shitting. Why is why is his cap red? Because it's the... The blood of oh, Christ! Shit, of course it is. Uh, so the Kagana, uh, by creating feces, is fertilising the earth. Oh, right. He was a customary yeah, figure sense. in the 19th century because people believe that this deposit symbolically fertilised the ground of the nativity scenes, which became fertile and ensured the nativity wait, scene wait, wait. would come back the following but year. nativity scene, if I remember correctly, there's a little donkey. Ah. There's some sheeps. There's some cows. Oh, my God. Many modern Kaganas, Kaganas represent celebrities and authority figures. Oh, my God. By representing them with their pants down, the Kagana serves as a levelling device to bring the mighty down. So it's a little bit like us burning the guy at Guy Fawkes Night, you know. We need, we totally need to have, like, David Cameron shitting in a nativity scene. In Norway, there is no cleaning on Christmas Eve. All the brooms are hidden away in case they are stolen by witches and evil spirits. Or... I don't know about that one. (laughs) In Germany, there is a Christmas goblin called Der Krinkelsnatch that is said to eat children's belts if they have been bad, causing their pants to fall (laughs) off on the way to Christmas mass. No, that can't be true. I... I, uh... One of those is true. 
It, I reckon it's the, the, the witch's broomstick thing. That sounds more likely to be like folklore than... Um... Yeah, you're too good at this. This is that's true as well. Okay. Crinkle snatch. Fantastic. That's, that's ridiculous. Okay. I'm sure I would have heard of that. Number three. Uh, thanks to a campaign in 1974, many Japanese families eat KFC on Christmas <laughs> Eve. Okay. Right. Or... In certain parts of Spain, it is believed that hiding a prawn in your lover's shoe will bring vitality to their love. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> so, thanks to a campaign in 1974, many Japanese families eat KFC on Christmas Eve. 1974. Do you reckon... I, I'm not sure there would be a KFC in, in Japan or, in 74. many Spanish people believe that hiding a prawn in your lover's shoe will bring vitality to their love. The prawn one sounds much more likely. Okay than KFC in Japan in the 70s. In fact, it is that. Oh, no it way. It is the KFC. And the thing is, I've, I've read a lot about this, what? and it's, it's, it's a big thing. It's like it's, they, they eat chicken at Christmas. and it's I, no, I, Eating chicken is one thing. Eating KFC is an entirely different thing. There's an amazing set of statistics. So, you know, Okinawa was this, one of these Japanese islands that was... Um, you know, a big a big part uh, of World War Two when the Americans took it over. Uh, and <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know that. Is oh. that an, except is that something that people know? No, I've just know a lot about World War Two. That's oh, okay. all. But right. Okinawa was this place where there was a battle. It was bad. It was in the Battle of the Pacific. You know, a lot of Americans died taking Okinawa, which was kind of a not a very well. It's not very. It was a very strategic place because they could use Okinawa to. Uh, launch airships to uh, airplanes to attack Japan. Right. So it was part of the whole campaign to. So America, when they were fighting the Pacific War, they had to go through all of these small islands first of all before they could take Japan. They and couldn't this, just go straight And this there. island would be this is like a foothold and it, on the doorstep of Japan. It was fairly loosely populated, but 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 because it was controlled very closely by America, we know exactly what they ate from the after the war and for the next 20 sort of years until the Americans gave it back in and they like 1970. <laughs> no, and they ate an incredible plant-based diet um, of only sort of mostly sweet potatoes and about 1% fish and, and, and animal products, mostly plants oh. though. It was these purple sweet potatoes that they ate a lot of, Ooh. a traditional Okinawan diet. And they were found to have the lowest health problems in the world. Oh my God, it's like a miracle plant. It was one of these places where people live to 100. If we ate nothing but those sweet potatoes. Yeah. Oh my God. They were like the perfect food. And where so, can I get them? Well, I They're don't know. Extinct They're extinct They're purple. No, you can get them. But oh, right. since uh, 1971, apparently there have been built like 15 KFCs built on Okinawa. Oh no. And the population, their diet has completely changed and they're now as unhealthy as Americans Oh. Because they're eating American food. Because they're eating the different diet, yeah. So they used to have this incredible thing where, you know, they they wouldn't have hypertension, they wouldn't have heart... Well, I say they wouldn't, but... So what you're saying is that if someone is out, it's it's getting late, you know, the sun's come down, their stomach's rumbling, and they're thinking, I, I, you know, I really should eat something. And in front of them, there's two restaurants. There's a KFC and then there's potato restaurant. That's right. <laughs> You're saying that they should avoid the KFC and they should eat from potato restaurant. I'm no, I'm suggesting that sweet potato restaurant. It's all about balance. That's all. And I think that uh, everything in moderation. Yeah. Even KFC. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So you like your KFC, don't you? It's a secret, a secret Christmas treat. I must admit. Maybe I'm really a Japanese person. I'd, I'd like it in Japan. I think. Uh, so question five. 
Germans hide a pickle in the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. The first child to discover rude. it in the, hide the pickle. Hide the pickle. The first child to discover it in the morning receives a small gift. Of a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> of a small pickle. There you go, you can keep that. <laughs> Happy that's, Christmas. That sounds quite I, I believe that. I believe that. I don't know what the next one is. You believe the Germans hide a pickle. Yeah, I totally in the Christmas believe tree. it's okay. that. I want I want it to be true. In Braganca, Portugal, right. it's traditional to make a batch of boiled eggs on the day after Christmas, one of which, however, is rotten. Ooh. The family take turns eating the eggs until someone oh, bites into the rotten one and they are then proclaimed El Ovo. Mr Egg. Yeah. The egg. Mr Egg. You had the egg. What do you think, the pickle? I want to believe the pickle one because that egg one's gross. Well, you're right, it's the pickle one. Oh, Germans apparently love to hide a pickle. In the Christmas tree. I Can never, you believe that? I, ne- I didn't think the Germans were sort of big on pickles, but... These yeah. these facts, I hope they're all real. Um, they've been researched laboriously by our crack team of Tom. Mm. Um, yeah. Ukrainians decorate their trees with artificial spiders and webs uh. instead of tinsel and baubles. That's because they believe in uh, Odin and his Slepnir spider... Spider, uh, reindeer. Do you remember? Are you sure? With the eight legs, yeah. Uh, Okay. Up until 1993 in Melmo, Denmark, uh, Sweden. Sweden, yeah. Elders of the town would meet for the ceremony of Christmas joy, where they would practice free love in celebration of Christmas. Ooh, what? Participants could be identified by a sprig of mistletoe behind their right ear. So free love. So there's a free love festival in Malmo. Melmo. See, again, there's one which is really nice and one which is horrible. Or Ukrainians decorate their trees with artificial spiders and webs instead See, of tinsel and baubles. That's just messed up. Because, I mean, I mean, the problem with having real trees in your house is that there can be, like, bugs and stuff hidden in them. So, absolutely not. No, no, I want to believe that the, the free love is true and not spiders. Apparently, it's actually the Christmas spider. <gasps> no, yeah, that's messed. That's horrible. It's true. Do you want to hear the story? The legend of the Christmas spider. The legend of the Christmas spider. A poor but hard-working widow once lived in a small hut with her children. One summer day, a pine cone fell on the earthen floor of the hut and took root. The widow's children cared for the tree, excited at the prospect of having a Christmas tree by winter. Mm-hmm. The tree grew, but when Christmas Eve arrived, they could not afford to decorate it. The children sadly went to bed and fell asleep, ignore the screaming. Early the next morning, they Ooh. woke up and saw the tree covered with cobwebs. When they opened the windows, the first rays of sunlight touched the webs and turned them into gold and silver. The widow and her children oh. were rich, and from then on, they never lived in poverty. Right, OK. So, what? I get it, I get it. It's like, um, was it Rapunzel that, that um, sewed... Oh, straw into gold. Maybe. So it's a similar kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, I still wouldn't like spiders, even if they shitted out gold and silver. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the last one. In Croatia, the tradition Slipji Noci is where parents blindfold their children on Christmas Eve to prevent them from seeing Santa. It is said that if they see him bringing presents, they will turn him. He will turn them into a log. Oh, my God. Okay, or the Yule cat 
is said to stalk <laughs> the Icelandic hills. Those who oh. don't receive new clothes before Christmas Eve are said to be devoured by this mythical beast. Okay, oh, so it's either God. in Croatia, Slipjinoci, parents blindfold their children to prevent them from seeing Santa, who will turn them into a log if they see him, or the Yule cat stalks the Icelandic hills, and those who don't receive new clothes before Christmas Eve are devoured by the Yule cat. I'll see. Now, I'm willing to believe either one of those. They're pretty believable, but one of them is bollocks. I mean, Icelandic people sort of, they have a lot of weird-ass folklore about, like, elves and stuff. They do. um, That they kind of take semi-seriously. It's kind of like an in-joke, but then it's an in-joke that everyone is sort of in on and affects things that they actually do. (laughs) What is it? What do you think it is? It's like something they're embarrassed to kind of believe in. I, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, I'm going to go with the cat. Oh, you're right. It is the oh! cat. Well done. So it's a, a vicious, huge and vicious cat, Yola Kotur, uh, which is said to lurk about the snowy countryside and eat people who have not received any new clothes. Oh, so man, that's messed it's up. one of these old things. The threat of being eaten... Well, from a poor family, well, you're going to be here, eaten by a big cat. The threat of being eaten by Yule Cat was used by farmers as an incentive for their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before Christmas. So they can get paid... The ones so who can... took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes, but those who did not would get nothing. It would be preyed upon by the monstrous cat. Oh the cat God. has alternatively been interpreted as merely eating away the food of ones without new clothes, however. But oh. it is a man-eating beast. By popularised by Johannes Urkotlum by his in his poem Yola Koturin. There you go. Holy crap. The hungry pusk. The hungry, hungry pusk. The very hungry caterpillar. Well, there you go. That, I think, was a pretty fantastic uh, Christmas I podcast. I feel like I know more about Christmas than I ever did before, Lewis. Do you want to do one more special one to, before we go? I feel like we should do one more special one. Okay, we'll do one more. It's like an encore, okay? So it's like, we'll say goodbye and then we'll do an encore. Okay. Like in the stage show, right? Uh, thanks, everyone, for watching. Bye. Watching? What do you mean? Listening. It's a podcast. Bye. Bye. And then we'll come back round. We'll go off stage. Yeah. And then we're coming back on now. And right. everyone's like applauding oh, crazily. It's good to have you back. Yeah, special return. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a story here. <laughs> it has to be a cat. Oh, I can't do free bird as a cat. That's, <laughs> that's asking way too go much. Go for it. You could do it. You could do it, man. Okay. Crowd goes wild. Okay, so uh, do you want to just turn on your monitor so you can see what I'm showing you? So there is. <laughs> that's I think that's so enough. Uh, oh, in okay. Gavle, this is real. Apparently, in, this is absolutely real. In yeah, Gavle yeah. or Gavle, Got Sweden. It. Every year, the authorities install a straw Yule goat. Oh. However, vandals have... They, they like to burn this goat down. Okay, so Arsonists. It's, it's been going for 47 years, but it's become a sort of bit of a tradition in the town to burn it down. However, the, mm. the authorities 
really don't want them to burn it down. So they've worked harder and harder every year to try and stop them burning down. Right. But it keeps getting burned down. Okay. So it looks like a big, massive, great big woolly goat, the gavly goat. Gavlibok. Give give le book. Give le book. Give le book. And it is displayed erected annually at Slotstorget. So it's a giant wicker goat. It's a giant wicker goat. Um, and it's actually on the Wikipedia oh, article. Oh, Christ! No! No! Christ! <laughs> God, no! It's got Edward Woodward burning to death inside of it. <laughs> oh, just what... But I think that's what the, the authorities are like. So it's been going since 1966 uh, when Stig Govlin... Oh, that's his name. The, the Govlin. Came Gavlin. up with the idea of making a giant goat out of straw. But it turned out that mean? they didn't have what? enough funding. Wait, 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 wait. What? He came up with the idea of building a giant goat out of straws and ev- everyone went, that is a brilliant idea. But he that didn't have fantastic. enough funding. So Harry Strom, he went who to the was bank, the chairman he said, Mr. Bank Manager, Kuzgarten I need 100,000 kroner because I want to build a giant goat out of straw. That's right. And the goat stood until midnight on New Year's Eve when it went up in flames. Oh. The perpetrator, who was from Horforth, Gastrikland, was found and convicted of vandalism. But the first goat was insured and Strom got all of his mm, money back. What a coincidence. Well, there you mm. go. So uh, he rebuilt it uh, the next year. And yeah. It was fine, but and and but but in 1969 it was burnt down again. In 1970, the goat was burnt down only six hours after it was assembled. Two very drunk teenagers were connected okay. with the crime. So but, hang on, that's so in five years, three times. Yep. And but then, with the help of several financial contributions, the goat was reassembled out of Lake Reed. Uh, however. Uh, a different group took over. So it's kind of damp. In 1973, the goat collapsed because of sabotage. Uh, In 1974, it just says burned. The the Beastie Boys. (laughs) (laughs) Those fuckers. In 1976, it was hit by a car. In 1978, (laughs) the goat was kicked to pieces by an angry crowd. Oh, my God. In 1979, the goat was burnt before it was even wrecked. It was... But a new one was built and fireproofed. However, it got destroyed and was smashed into pieces. Why are people destroying it? I don't What's know. What's going on? In 1980, it burnt down on Christmas Eve. In 1982, it burnt down on the 13th of December. On 1983, its legs fell off. In 1984, <laughs> it burnt down on the 12th of December. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It kept burning down. It was ridiculous. Um... In 1986, they were unwilling to build... Oh, no, they were willing to build it it once again. Is it like a bonfire? Is the whole point that it is supposed to burn? No, it's not. They're supposed to do stuff with it afterwards. So why do they make it out of such flammable material? Well, they tried not to. Why don't they make it out of bricks? Don't they know the the three little pigs? (laughs) Well, you can't make one out of bricks. You've got to throw it up quick. Anyway, the merchants of Gavler decided they were to build the goat once again. They built two. One of them burnt down. Right. On Christmas Eve. In 1987, a heavily fireproof So hang on, goat. hang on. So they built two, one burnt down, and they were like, ah. <laughs> we still got one. That wasn't the real one. It was this the Trojan goat. In 1987, a heavily fireproof goat was built. It got burnt down a week before Christmas. It, well, it couldn't have been that heavily fireproof. In 1988, nothing happened to the goat. Oh, But God. gamblers oh. were able to gamble on the fate of the goat with English bookmakers. Right, okay. There was obviously some... some, some there were like people with guns surrounding <laughs> it. In yeah. 1989, the goat burnt down before it even got to be assembled. 
Brilliant. However, financial contributions were raised from the public to rebuild a goat, which then burned down. Yay! In March 1990, another goat was built for the shooting of a Swedish motion picture called Blackjack, and it was guarded by many volunteers throughout to 1991. Okay? Uh, this and then same it burnt goat- down. <laughs> No, hang on. It did. No, no, hang on. It? The, it the, did. In 1991, the goat was joined by an advertising sled that turned out to be illegally built, and on the morning of Christmas Eve, it was burnt down. Oh no! It was later rebuilt to be taken to Stockholm as part of a protest campaign against the closing of a military regiment. But in 1992, it burnt down. Um, the natural sites got built a new one and it burnt down. Oh no. <laughs> so the southern merchants rebuilt it and it was burnt down again. So, so this three. Year, there were three burnings. Oh shit. That is unbelievable. 1992 was a bad year for, for straw goats. Fucking three times. Jesus, the goat was featured in the Guinness Book of Records because it was the largest goat ever. It was burnt guarded down. by taxis and the Swedish Home Guard. Nothing happened. Okay. Oh, what a relief. In 1994. Nothing happened. The goat followed the Swedish national hockey team to Italy for the World what do you Championship. Mean followed? Well, well, I think like that trotted. They, I think that they <laughs> down the road. <laughs> it survived, and they they sent. I think they sent the goats off. They do stuff. In 1995, the goat came back, and a Norwegian was arrested for attempting to burn down the goat. Nah, they stopped him. In any Got case, it still burnt down oh. on the morning of Christmas Day. Oh uh, my God! Hey, what a way to spend Christmas Day burning down a giant goat. In 1996. The goat was guarded by webcams, but nothing oh. happened. Pfft, what? A bunch of webcams were guarding yeah, it. with guns. In 1997, <laughs> the goat was Burnt damaged down. by fireworks. Oh. Uh, the Natural Science Club's goat was attacked too, but it survived. So there's, there were two there's goats. There's two goats now going on. Yeah, yeah. I'm confused. Uh, in 1998, the goat burned down on yeah. the 11th of December, and there was a major blizzard. Uh, oh, then a fire again, blizzard. It was rebuilt, apparently, in 1998. Okay. Good. Uh, in 1999, burnt down a couple of hours after it was erected, oh, rebuilt, no. but then it got burnt down again oh, in no. 2000. Burnt down! Uh, the Natural Science Club's goat got tossed in the river. Tossed in a river? <laughs> how, do you, how do you toss a giant goat? I don't know. How tall are these There's goats? There's two goats running in parallel. How tall are they? They're in big, 2001, they? the goat got set on fire. On the 23rd of December by Lawrence Jones, a 50-year-old, 51-year-old visitor from Cleveland, Ohio, that who bastard. spent 18 years in jail. 18 years! Sorry, 18 days. 18 years! <laughs> Sorry, days. Holy shit! That is harsh. He's been Burning 18... down a goat, 18 years days. in prison. He spent 18 days in prison and was subsequently ordered to pay 100,000 Swedish kroner in damages. The court confiscated Jones's cigarette lighter with the argument that he was clearly not able to handle it. Jones stated in court that he was no goat burner and believed he was taking part in a completely legal goat burning tradition. What? After Jones was released from jail, he went straight back to the US without paying his fine. Oh, As of 2006, it's still unpaid. Uh, note, the Natural Science Club's goat also got burned down. <laughs> That's like a little note on the end of 2001. P.S. The goat burnt down. So, two, so 2002, they were fucked. Oh, and the, 2001, they got chucked in the river. 2002... Yeah. A 22-year-old from Stockholm tried to set the goat on fire but failed. The goat only ah, receiving minor damage. Just a little singe. The goat was ear. guarded by Swedish radio and TV personality Gert Fielking. Oh. Oh, my God. He's a bit like Brian Blessed, I guess. You know, maybe. Somebody. His will. name sounds a bit like goat fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Gert fucking. 
Get thinking. Get thinking. We know what he was doing to guard. Look, make he sure was the thinking was... the game. He was just pissing bay. <laughs> have a massage for Ronnie. <laughs> oh, shit. In 2003, the goat was burnt down on 12th of, of December. On 2004, the goat was burnt down yeah. on 21st of December. The fire brigade arrived quickly on the scene, but the goat could not be saved. And no! no new goat was built. Uh, luckily Meanwhile, doing... the orphanage burnt down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. We tried our best to save the goat. Oh, but a hundred orphans all died. In 2005, the goat was burned down. Mm-hmm. Reportedly by unknown vandals dressed as Santa and the gingerbread man. They shot a flaming arrow at the goat at, ele- at 9 oh my o'clock God. on the 3rd of December. That is pretty badass. It was reconstructed on the 5th of December. The hunt for the arsonist responsible for the goat burning was widely featured on weekly Swedish live broadcast TV3's Most Wanted on the 8th of December. Oh, my God. Okay. 2006, on the night of the 15th of December, at 3am, when everyone was asleep, someone tried to set fire to the goat by dousing the right front leg in petrol. Oh, no. The red ribbon on that leg was slightly burned and fell off. No! The lower part of the right leg was scorched, but the rest of the goat failed to light. The leg was repaired the next morning. However... The vet came... On the... That's the (laughs) the name of... The Natural Science Club's goat was burned down at about... 20 to 1 o'clock on 20th of December. The vandals were not seen and got away. And on the ninth, on the night of the 25th of December, a drunken man climbed up onto the goat. No! Uh, but before police arrived, the man had climbed down and disappeared. He did not try to set fire to the goat. Why is it even mentioned then? <laughs> the merchants, the, the goat survived and was taken down and is now stored in a secret location. I'm sure, I'm sure in the history of like the 40 years that it's been going on, right? Yeah. That he was not the first person to climb on top of a straw goat. Unlikely. Um, in 2007, the Natural Science Club's goat was toppled on the 13th of December and was burned on the 24th no. of December. However, the southern goat survived. Oh, okay. there was at least uh, something. In 2008, 10,000 people turned out for the inauguration of one of the goats. No backup goat was built no. to replace the oh, main goat fuck. should the worst they happen. They put all their Nor goats in one Nor was the basket. goat treated with flame repellent. Oh, my God. Anna Ostman, spokesperson of the goat committee, said the repellent made it look ugly in the previous years, like a brown terrier. So they're asking for trouble. So, set up, white. so there was only one goat. It's not fire protected. And there were, uh, there were 10,000 people waiting around. However... All with, like... Sparklers. Although it was vandalised, <laughs> it was re- it, and later removed. It did not burn down. On the twenty sixth of December, there was an attempt to burn down the other goat, but patriotic passers-by managed well, to extinguish the fire. They pissed on it. However, the following day, the goat finally succumbed to the flames ignited by an unknown assailant no. at three fifty in the morning. Brilliant. Shit! So some people saved it, but it burned down anyway. Fuck! In two thousand nine. A person attempted to set the southern merchant's goat on fire on the 7th of December and an unsuccessful attempt was made to throw the other goat into the river. (gasps) But the culprit then tried again without success to set the goat on fire, but no one managed. Someone stole, however, the Natural Science Club's goat using a truck on the 14th of December. So they tried to throw it it in the river. never was found. They tried to set it on fire. They were unsuccessful, so they just stole it. Yes, right. Okay. On the night of the 23rd of December before 4am, the southern merchant goat was set on fire and burned, eat down to its frame, even though it had a thick layer of snow on oh. its back. 
The GOAT had two online webcams that were put out of service by a DDoS attack oh my instituted by computer hackers just before the burning. They're in on it too. Oh my God. In 2010, on the night of the 2nd of December, Arsonist made an unsuccessful attempt to burn the GOAT. On 17th of December, a news site reported that one of the guards tasking with protecting the southern goat had been offered payment to leave his post so the oh, goat could be stolen no. by a helicopter what? and transported to Stockholm. I, how far However, is that? he didn't take the bribe. Both goats survived, were dismantled and returned to storage for display in 2011. Oh, wow. Okay. So they, could, they didn't have to rebuild new goats. They could just use the, the old ones because yep. they survived. So... <clears throat> The inauguration of the GOATs took place on the 27th of November in mm. 2011. Firefighters of Gavla sprayed the GOAT with water to create a coating of ice in the hope oh, of protecting I, it, I can picture it from arson. This, this shining, frosty GOAT. However, mild weather, unusually mild weather, melted the ice and the GOAT was burnt down! Oh, for God's sake. On the early morning of the 2nd of December, it barely lasted at all. Jesus. Uh, the inauguration of the 2012 GOAT took place on the 2nd of December, and it was burnt down no! 10 days later. Uh, in 2013, oh. uh, the straw w- for built was soaked in highly anti-flammable liquid to prevent ah. it from burning down in the event of an arson attack. Show your best. However, it burnt down oh. on the 21st of December. Uh, and then the last year, 2014. Oh, Three attempts of arson were made, but the goat survived. Yeah, And it was dismantled on the 29th of December, where it was sent Woo! to China and featured in prominent Year of the Goat celebrations. Woo! And it's still going around the world doing stuff. Oh, man. But what's going to happen this year? Well, 2015. we're going to find out. Burn uh, down! Is it going to burn down? Is it going to make it? If, you know, you're, you're planning to see the goat, you know, don't burn it down this no. year. Just uh, let it stay but, there. You know, it's a cool thing. I, I would say, you know, try and do your best to defend the goat, but I don't want anyone to get into trouble and get injured by trying to, you know, defend it from arsonists. No, don't um, burn yourself to death. Be no. very careful. Petrol's if it came down to it was you or the goat, you know, let the goat burn. What a nice message to finish. What a real true message of the Christmas. Spirit, because Christmas really is all about goats burning. It really is. It? That's what the, that's what it is. That's the 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 message of Christmas. I hope we've got that. I hope the meaning that of Christmas. <laughs> it's a delicious, well done, goat snake, snake, mm, snake, snake, a goat snake, a hairy goat snake. I think this has been a great podcast. I hope you've mm. all enjoyed it. I hope you've all had a lovely Christmas. Uh, we are going to go. I'm going to go and relax my voice now. Okay. I'm going to go and uh, have an eggnog Ooh. and uh, drink some of the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ! <laughs> and uh, maybe listen to some cat cat music. Okay. Uh, until then, I will see you next time. Bye!